1: Sleeve, so you ever uh, been somewhere out having dinner or drinks or something? Probably more drinks is probably a little bit more likely. And all of a sudden, somebody shouts out in the bar, "Next round is on me," or "I'm picking up the tab for everyone." You ever been around for something like that? Not very often, but yes,
2: you have. Yeah,
1: I, I've never, I've never experienced that where somebody just randomly in the bar picks up the tab for everybody in that moment.
2: I had, uh, I had a buddy that would do this every once in a while, and nice. it always just depended on how many drinks he had. <laughs> And once he got to that point, all of a sudden was, "Hey, next round on me." Maybe not the whole bar, but definitely people within shouting distance. You know what I mean? That's nice. That's that's Six, very seven eight people around.
1: That's yeah. pretty baller. But yep. not as baller as what Corbin Burns did yesterday for the Brewers. So he he was pitching yesterday, okay, and he pitched great. He's the defending uh, Cy Young Award winner in, in the National League, just a, a lights-out guy. There's a local bar in Milwaukee that a bunch of people were out watching the game, and he, uh, ahead of time, had said, listen, everybody that comes through here to watch the Brewers game, their, their, their drinks are on me. He bought the whole bar's drinks for the day. How, how great would that Damn. be? you like, hey, I'm going to go watch the Brewers today. I'm going to go check out the game, maybe take a day off, get a little something to eat, have a a few beers, and then the next thing you know, the starting pitcher of the game is picking up your tab. How great would that be?
2: Team making this year. Let's take a quick a- enough let's, to let's, do that. Let's, let's, let's count his money real quick for a quick. Yeah, second. all right. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, he signed a one-year deal, of six point five million. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he I mean
1: I, that's not that's not um, isn't know, that funny? Sure, is money, but, but it's isn't that good. funny
2: that we're so trained in sports? I just read that, and in my the first thing that went through my mind is. Damn, dudes are not making anything. We are so trained in sports <laughs> I thought to you're going see to do these a dudes making 25 a year, all guaranteed blah, 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 Six point five. dollars uh, Yeah, I think he's okay. The low scale he, there. I,
1: th- I think he could buy a, a couple of rounds of drinks at a bar. I thought you were going somewhere else because remember when uh, Matthew and Kelly Stafford bought up a bunch of tickets oh, at yeah, X05 yeah. for yeah. that game? And it was like, oh, he makes, you know, he makes $40 million a year. So what? He just spent two hundred grand on you guys.
2: Yeah, and he doesn't have to do it <laughs> exactly. And it's not like every other player was lining up doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, Corbin Burns maybe just this, you know they're spending you know what, what is that? What's a, Milwaukee people can put him away. So I'm guessing it we, you know that's a lot of Miller Lights and Coors but it's a Lights sports bar, Lights, right? He's not yeah. so
2: he probably spent a few grand.
1: I wonder if they, once you knew, you could still double back. Like, oh, okay, I'll take wings and a pizza yep. and a burger and 11 Coors Lights. Could you double down at that point? And then I start taking stuff to go. I want stuff to go home. <laughs> that's that's Emily's move, where she decided, wait, what? I'm getting something to go here. That she doubles up. That's her uh, – I, I kind of respect it, too. I, I almost took a picture. Uh, my son and I, we went out to get pizza last night. That Susan mm-hmm. was was doing stuff with her friends. And so – Michael and I went to uh, he had a baseball game, and after the game, we went and got a little pizza, and we didn't finish it all. and And so I put it in the box, and we're we're coming home. and how, By the I, way, how tough is that? How well, tough how is that? Tough when is it's, you didn't finish it all. We overordered. We, we we made a very tactical error. We got there was two of us, and we got two large pizzas. It, we we
2: really blew it. There was way too much. How many slices of pizza did you have? Three. You have three slices of pizza? Yeah, and a couple of beers. That doesn't sound like a lot.
1: It, it's, I mean, it's like if more you got two enough.
2: full large pizzas. How many? How many slices There's, per box? Eight. they're They. No. They were. They were cut in. There's no, cut smaller. There's, probably,
1: there's probably ten slices per pizza.
2: Ten slices. Yeah, they're kind you of had Two large pizzas and you had three slices. Yeah, I, the math like, doesn't work out. I, I,
1: there's uh, there's enough pizza in here for all three of you guys to come over here
2: and. and, and oh, we've heard that story lunch. before. No, no, we've no, heard I, that I'm story away. before. I'm inviting we had the Mexican you here. food and the carne asada.
1: I'm inviting you here. You'd have to come down and make the trip. But yeah, so I was anyway. I was going to take the picture and when I put it in the refrigerator and then it felt a little bullying, so I decided, I decided
0: hey, not to. No, I'm not gonna. It's not a bullying fact. It's just that you have a different life choice than i do
2: refrigeration
0: yeah we don't <laughs> i mean that's it.
2: i'm, I'm <laughs> starting to lean much more towards where emily's going here i i would bet you my car okay. that
1: there will never be a pizza on your floor overnight i would bet you i'll bet you my kidneys both of them okay i know
2: you and i know that that will never be so i listened you to you your with. presentation <laughs> I listened to Emily's presentation. It sounds like Emily is more strategic than you are. She You're understands that when you harder wake not up. Smart,
0: uh, smarter, not harder.
2: <laughs> smarter. Got to work smarter. Who's missed
1: work for food poisoning, you or me?
0: Hey, but I don't have well, to no, no. no, no, to no. the, the no. The, the, the
1: question to the witness is, who has missed work for food poisoning? <laughs> and you she got and a day off. It wasn't
0: connected to pizza. <laughs> and, and she who, got
1: a day off. Who has missed work for food it was poisoning, connected to other you things. or me? <laughs> Still waiting.
0: Hey, I don't know your life before I met you. You could have Who had it has before. missed work for food poisoning? I have missed.
1: There you go. Okay, there
2: you go. I have not I'm putting I ah'i put my tuna food, under my under my bed.
1: Put it on the on the hood of your car. Leave it out there overnight and keep it nice and warm for the next day. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Oh, he's back. Howard in Riverside is back. What's up, Howard? Yo, hey, um, hey, Sliwa, you're the voice of reason on this show. You know that, right? Possible.
2: I don't know if Travis will agree with it, but uh, Howard, you should call in a lot more, man. Call in a lot more. Go yes, ahead. Honestly, Go ahead. like, what's what's the macrocosm of sports in general? It's the it's the fans,
1: right? No. If there's no fans, there's no sports. It's to win. And no, no, it's 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 a it's, 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 win, it's, it's, a,
2: it's a business. That is built around and completely one hundred percent only built because of the fans. No,
1: that's insane. Exactly. No, it's it's so not insane because the fans are the fans spending means. the money. There is the no television networks are spending the money. What are you? Talking okay, but about? who's watching? I understand that, but the second and who's paying idea... for it?
2: You're paying for the television network. So am I. The money comes so, from the TV people. Yes. Yeah, but so we are paying our cable fan, bills.
1: First of all, Travis is not a Dodger fan, so he's like discarded from this whole thing. <laughs> and uh um, hold on stop hold on why do you hold on he's a why, twins fan. Why, why do you think i'm not a dodger fan because you're, you're you're a hater that's all you oh that's good that's good logic give me, give me give me a, give me a, give me give me a good example of why i have been hating on the dodgers okay. are you a dodger fan or not yes yes, yes. you are
2: yes oh, okay okay so
1: Hold on, right hold now. on. Hey, why, why do people not answer my questions? Emily wouldn't answer my question. Now Howard's not answering my question. It's a leading give, question. Give me an example of what I have done that would make me cl- a, cl- classify as a, as a hater. It's the it's negative responses you have. To what? On the to what? Constantly. Give but, me one. Uh, let me get to my me point one. though. No, no, no. We're done. If you get, can't give on, me one me example, we're not going to do it. You got. When I say give me one example of something that I've said, and you go all of them, and I say one, and you immediately start talking about something else, that's crazy. Why are you? Why are you shaking your head, Al? It's so people outside. It. Why is everybody angry? I'm not.
0: I follow Howard's logic. You're just a hater, Travis. You're hating about on what? my pizza. You're hating yes, on. Yes, I everything. do hate your
1: pizza. That is a true statement. But when when you gave even hear his example, point, we didn't even get to hear his point. No, it says it's for the fans. That they, they should have they should have blown up Kershaw's elbow for the fans. I believe that was the point. Well, if you're just a hater of elbows,
2: Lee, if you, the point you hate elbows and and left-handed pitchers, if the point was hey play him for the fans, I get the concept. Let's not look at yesterday just just individually for Kershaw yesterday. But the concept of, hey, when you come to a game, I'm there to watch the the, the elite of the elite, right? Like that's one of the there wasn't Adam Silver a couple of weeks ago saying, We have a problem in the NBA. The stars aren't playing. Nobody's coming out there to watch the guys that are not the stars. I think the point Howard is gonna make is that was a cool, unique opportunity for your fan base. And I, by the way, I don't I don't disagree with that, but I also think you could sit back and say, logically big okay. picture they needed uh, – Kershaw's been injured, 80 pitches, blah, blah, blah. He's on a pitch count. Take him out.
1: Of course it would have been a great moment for the fans. There's no question about it. But let me, let me kind of flip this around a why little bit. Why do you thing. hate the Dodgers? I just, I've hated them from the moment I was born. I've never, ever rooted for them. There's not a million pictures with me at these places rooting for the Dodgers. I clearly and, – and the long list of explanations as to why I hate them kind of put me in my place. Um, here we go. Would you rather have a cool moment where he throws a perfect game and then subsequently is unavailable for the postseason, potentially? And I get it. I get it it's, not, it's not guaranteed that that would happen. But would you put that at risk at this cost of a potential World Series win? Because I think the fans would like that, too. I think the fan that for me, as a Dodger hater, I would like to see anybody other than the Dodgers win the World Series. But my point is, Winning the World Series is the ultimate goal. Clayton Kershaw having a moment, sure, it's great for the fans. I would have loved to have seen him do it, but I get it. I completely get the decision that they made yesterday.
2: Part of me thinks, I, I think it's its taken, I think it's a little dramatic when we say Clayton Kershaw being taken out of yesterday's game in the seventh inning in April 13th and that's all of a sudden the difference of winning a World Series or not, That's that sounds a little dramatic
1: to me. It, it is a little dramatic. You're not wrong about that. But the point is, this is a man with a history of arm trouble who has off a short spring You're training, right about that. Who sure, just right about missed that. the end of last year. This isn't he had arm trouble in 2012. He had arm trouble at the end of 2021, which was six months ago. And he missed time in the middle of the season in 2021, which was last season. After the season before that and the season before that and the season before that where he's been hurt. I'm not saying that if he threw 15, 18, 22 more pitches that his arm's going to fall off. I'm saying missing on the side of caution makes some sense to me. It's not one plus one. You, nobody knows what's coming next. It's a really tough position to put in. And that Kershaw was okay with it means that I'm okay with it. Had he raised hell afterwards, I think it would have been a different, a different conversation. conversation. For yeah, sure. No, I this. agree with you on that. For sure. And I, by has... the way,
2: and I think, I think we all felt the same way that Kershaw was going to say post-meeting or post-game, hey, this was the right thing to do. I was ready to come out of the game. Like you were mentioning, he was saying that his slider wasn't – he didn't have the juice that he had earlier in the game or whatever the case was.
1: I got a question for you about that. I got a question for you about specifically what he said after the game. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN, and ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms
2: and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Hearing Funch's voice right there, Slee, uh, it, when, when he was in the other day. And now you've done that thing where when you talk about one person in one context over and over again, I can't hear his voice and not think of him hating the godfather,
0: godfather
1: now. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that you've made that a, a regular thing. is That, that one's it's on you. has been determined.
2: <laughs> And he was defending himself, which I, I respect. I just wasn't sold on it.
1: No, I wasn't. I, neither was I. <laughs> ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save with your bundle. Your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Okay. You you and I kind of changed roles a little bit. You said something there at, at the end that kind of caught me by surprise. Because okay. you, you were talking about when Kershaw came out of the game yesterday and what he said, that had he said something different, we might have gone in, in a different uh, direction with our response to this dude when he when said I'm going to play something for you right here let's okay. play him talking about how he would have liked to have done it but he has bigger goals in mind okay so that's him after the game and you've heard me say this a million times that when a guy says something I'm not listening to necessarily what he says but what does he mean yep a- and and that's kind of I think what you were getting at a minute ago do you do you think he means what he said because he said all the right things do you think that he means it
2: I think he means it because of his circumstance, but I I also think that if it was a little bit different, let's say, let's say we were in June, and this was Kershaw's eighth start on the season, and he felt a tenth start doesn't matter, right? And he was just feeling good, like you know he was at a stage where it wasn't. Hey, this is really my I'm I'm on a pitch count. Yes, you're kind of thinking big picture here maybe he would have rolled the dice a little bit and just be like look guys i'm 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 80 pitches in i have an opportunity at a perfect game let me just at least throw the eighth let's see what happens competitively of course he wanted to be there but i think he's probably also incredibly cautious because he's coming off the injury that i actually believe everything that he said i i don't think yesterday that was something where, hey, I'm just going to say this because it's the right thing to say. I think he yeah. believed it.
1: I, I do, too, and because my default setting is usually kind of, yeah, let, I, I want to look at your body language. I want to hear the tone in your voice, and I want to hear and see what happens leading up to it. Clayton Kershaw was laughing and having a good time in the dugout at the end of the seventh inning. He and Dave Roberts did not have a, an exchange that looked tense. They did not have an exchange that looked like, listen, I know you don't like this, but I need to protect the team. I need to protect you from himself yourself. I'm taking you out of this game. There was none of that. He was laughing and yucking it up on the side, and then after the game, it was very light. There was none of this, yeah, I would have liked to have tried to have finished it. Yeah, I mean, I've never thrown a perfect game. Yeah, you know, yep. I, I, I get what we're doing. I get we're trying to win the World Series, and I get that we're trying to keep me healthy, but, I mean, I'd only thrown 80 pitches. But yeah, it would have been nice to try. There was none of that.
2: It was it was very which calm would have been shocking fact. it would have been, it would have been very surprising if his reaction was that. You think so? I, I would have been surprised. I would have been very surprised if Kershaw came out after the game yesterday and in post game was saying, "Well, I, I'd like to have finished the game. I'd like to have at least came in the 8th." Cuz I I think then you start making your manager look bad or you start making others look bad. He's just he's not that's not him. He's a team guy. The guy is going to uh say the even if he didn't believe it. I think he would have said. The but there's right a way to do that, yesterday. right?
1: But there's a way to do that. There's a there's a way to say the right thing. It, go ahead, ask me the question. I'm Clayton Kershaw.
2: Did you want to go back in the eighth inning?
1: I really did. I I, th- I thought that my pitch count was in a position where I was more than safe. I, I had very easy innings through the first seven. I was never under stress. I had only thrown eighty pitches. My pitch count may not have gone up a lot. It, the second
2: I give up a walk, a hit, or an error, you can come and get
1: me along the way. Okay, I but really what is that? What, what, what
2: then? If he responds like that, yeah, aren't you throwing Dave Roberts under the bus? I, well, you're
1: putting him in the you're putting him in the of course in, you in a box for sure. But again, it's not it's not Dave took away my lifelong dream. It's yeah, I thought it, I was okay. Because now Gabe has to say, I don't think he was okay, or I need to play the long game. He could give him a little bit of an out, but there's a difference between I can't believe he did this to me, and, yeah, I really would have liked to have tried to do it.
2: I still think – first, I'm going to go back to this. I believe everything he said. I believe what he said he was being honest about, and I don't think he was BSing anybody. I I really do. But I think if you're also – if you have the belief of it would have been nice to just get the ball in the eighth and see what happens. As simple as that. Now, all of a sudden, the questions are going to go back to Dave. Dave, why did you give him the ball? Why, why did you think? And Dave's going to, you know, obviously, hey, guys, this is about the big picture. Our goal is to win a World Series. Now Dave's got to defend himself. Well, I mean, I, I think Kershaw handled it the way he should he, have handled he, it. But the
1: other thing that Kershaw can do, Slee, and I don't think it makes him an anti-team guy. I don't think it makes him a selfish person. I think he could say he's earned the right to tell the truth, that, that if he wanted to tell the truth, or and if the truth was something other than this, and I believe that he is telling the truth, but if he wants to say, yeah, I mean, I look, I've played this game a long time. I've never had a day like today. I've earned a right. I, 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 would I, like to try, I would have liked to have tried to do that. I don't can think I that's tell you killing something? Dave Roberts. Can I,
2: but can I tell you something? I think if he felt that way, he'd have told Dave that. And, he and would you know have what Dave
1: there. would have done? And he'd have gave him the ball and said, go pitch the eighth, 100%. And that's why we, this was as much Clayton Kershaw as it was anything else. Let's see. Uh, let's go to Los Angeles. And Mike, Mike, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Mike? <laughs> Mike. Yeah, hey, guys. Um, Hey, Mike. I think this is a microcosm of society that's filtered down to the Dodger management, uh, overprotective, oversensitive, being soft. Are you kidding me? Roger Clemens or Pedro Martinez would have gone back out there. You say to Kershaw, I'll let you go back out there. 85 was the limit, but the first batter that you give a walk or hit to we're pulling you. Are you kidding me? And you wonder why nobody likes Dave Roberts. (laughs) is that our denny's manager guy that voice that voice sounded a little familiar
2: um it's a new season wait can i can i I say something real quick sure let's not try to pretend like today is the same as it was 10 years ago and that today is the same as it was 20 years ago because i'll I'll use as an example michael and i when we're doing the pregame show and and this guy is going to be sitting out michael's going to bring up do you know what used to happen back in the 80s, back in the 90s? You think this person would have done that? It's not run the same. It's just not. This is not the way the the way the league from, uh, from um, um, your agreements that you have between the league and you have between the Players Association, it's different. The way that uh, agents are now influencing their player and kind of making sure that their player is safe, everything else. Did you see yesterday Zion – um, I'm going to use this as an example. You see Zion pregame? I did. Okay. Zion's doing dunks, blah, 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 all this stuff. I would look at that and say, uh, hey, Zion. Looks like uh, you can play. You sure you don't want to just suit up? The organization is saying, nope, we want to play it safe. We want to take our time. We don't want to make sure that our franchise players hurt down the road, blah, blah, blah. This is just the world that we're in. And and I, I know we could sit back and say, guys, um, the way they used to do it back in the day – is a lot different than the way they do it today, you're right. That's because things have changed and the leagues have changed. It's not people getting softer. It's just this is the way it is around the league.
1: They used to drill a hole in your head to let out the evil spirits. Okay? We, 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 we move forward. We, we, we figure out that there are better ways
2: to do that. Things. I'm still on the – I'm still on <laughs> – still okay with that? Yeah, well, no, it
1: sounds Look, interesting. It's, it's not – maybe it is softness, to, to Mike's point. Maybe we've gone soft, and if that's how you want to define it, then – Fine. Go ahead. What it is is it's math, Al. What we have now, we have guys running baseball, and if Mike and the people like Mike want to call it soft, okay. That's an opinion. Fine. But it's math. And what they've realized is is that there is a number where your effectiveness drops off, where your health gets put in jeopardy, where there are very – accurate models and predictors of how these things work they're not perfect you can't say if you never throw over 85 pitches you'll never get hurt and it's not if you throw over 110 you definitely will get hurt there are exceptions to these things but what we've what is the buzzword in baseball over the last 10 years analytics analytics right mm-hmm. and they figured out this is the number where we go to this is the most likely way to keep this player safe if that's soft to you then fine it's soft i can't talk you off of it but what it is is it's mathematically driven to try to maximize your assets you've spent so much money on these players to have them sit on the bench with their elbow in a sling is not in the best can interest I, of the I, team that's what they're doing
2: can i give you an example this probably this could be- maybe it 's a good example, maybe it 's not if back in the day we didn 't have air conditioning, and people you know today say, soft. well you got to turn the air conditioning all day long you, you know back in my day we didn 't even have so air conditioning, yeah, but we have it now right you know what i 'm saying that, that that is now that antibiotics? is antibiotics that is
1: that's <laughs> you're, a you're tool so, that we
2: can use now you 're so and, soft for taking penicillin <laughs> for that infection. And here, here's the thing. I, I, I kind of like this hybrid of it. I think there's a little old school that we can take and a little new school and kind of find the middle ground. And maybe that middle ground, for those that are looking at Kershaw yesterday, is give Kershaw the damn ball. Have him go out there and pitch in the eighth inning. Or if you're Kershaw, give me the damn ball and let me go pitch in the eighth I don't have a problem with that. If, if Kershaw took the ball and said, I'm trying to get a perfect game. I, this It's April 13th. Great. I may never have this opportunity again in the rest of my career. I'm the one, first one standing. That was kind of baller of Kershaw. And I'm right that, behind you. And, and just,
1: I'd be right behind you. If he wanted to try and they sent him out there to try, great, let's do it. But he didn't want to try. There's a yeah. reason he was smiling in the dugout in the eighth inning. It's because he knew it was time to tap the mat and that's the That's the key right thing.
2: there. Kershaw yeah. was not fighting it.
1: Let's go to Santa Barbara and Jeff. Jeff, you're on with Travis.
0: Hey, guys.
1: Um, You know, there's one thought about all this, too, um, that it very well might have taken money out of Kershaw's pocket if he'd done it because he has a performance clause at the end of that contract, and I'm sure it's based on number of innings, not on number of perfect games that he throws. So, you know, if that put him in jeopardy of completing the number of innings for that, then we're talking a few million. I think it's two or three million dollars is his performance contract. So that too was consideration. Uh, look, I, I'm not. I'm never going to say that two or three million dollars isn't a isn't something that's maybe going to drive somebody's decision. I just looked it up real quickly. Clayton Kershaw's made 275 million dollars just in baseball. Okay, that's that's not investments. That's not endorsements. He's made 200. So I don't know if three million dollars is going to make him walk away from a chance to win a perfect game, but. I think there's a million things that went into it. And first and foremost, he knew it was time to go. That when he says, my slider didn't have any bite, it was time, it means my slider didn't have any bite, and it was time, and Dave was happy to take the heat for her. I think I that's exactly what happened.
2: I could be completely wrong. What does uh, Kershaw do? Is it Kumo tires? Uh, tire? It's Hankook? Hand oh, is it hand, I think it's Hankook. It. I yeah. picked the wrong one. I, I don't think he did it for free. I don't think he did either. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I think, think he did it made. for set
1: a new a new uh, tires on his Prius. You I, I think commercial. he did more
2: than that. We get you some tires. What do you think?
1: It's trade. We'll he pay you no. in trade. We'll do your wife's car too. How about that?
2: Eight new tires, and we get to use your likeness. How's it wow. sound? Two tires for your wife's car. <laughs> We're not doing the whole. Not doing four. We'll just take yeah, the we'll take the back ones. We'll rotate them to the front, and then we'll put new ones on the back. And then the headphones
0: from Robert Manfred. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's making money. He's, all got, over headphones. The place. he's got, got headphones. Guy got headphones. He's got headphones
1: and free tires along the way. All right, Factor Cap is coming up next. A brain twi- twister. Easy. I can't even say the word twister right now. Involving fruit. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Hey, guys. Uh, I will never take for granted again how to fully breathe without uh, anything encumbering that because I uh, have had trouble sleeping the last few nights, but it's okay. Do you ever
2: do this? When you get a sore throat and all you could think about is, remember when I didn't have a sore throat and how much I've (laughs) taken advantage of all the new reality. didn't have a sore throat?
0: (laughs) Yes. It's it's been a rough couple of days, but it's okay. We're we're powering through. Um, So I just came across this on my Twitter feed today. So the Cleveland Guardians have a new drink at their stadium, which is going to be Jaeger mixed with cold brew. It combines the classic liqueur with a strong roasted Arabic coffee and a hint of cocoa. So you mix caffeine and alcohol. Travis, factor cap.
1: I haven't, but I know that that's a thing that people do. Like my wife, when uh, she'll she'll do a little Red Bull and vodka every once in a while. So the uh, that there's there's your caffeine and alcohol combo right there. Um, no, I, I I don't like stimulants. That's not my jam. I like to go down. I don't like to go up. So I I don't I don't really need. Although I will say this. The idea of a cold it sounds like the really awful sle, because Jaeger, just generally speaking, is just super not awful. good. Yep. yep. But that little licorice flavor with a little bit of coffee flavor kind of oddly intrigues me. I'm not going to lie.
2: It's not a bad marriage. I, mm. I, am, I am with you on the back in the day, Red Bull and vodka. That was, I mean, I'm sure everybody still drinks it. But I'll give back you back Susan's day-
1: number. She'll still ride the pony every once in a while.
2: I I used to drink Red Bull and vodka. Did you? 100% before going out.
0: I and love I think, Red Bull vodka.
2: And my heart would be like, uh, bro, not sure what's going on, but go ahead if this is what if this is kind of your idea of a good time. And I'm like, "Listen, I need you to just keep it down for a second. We got to get a couple of these in before we actually get to the bar or wherever the hell we we're going." Um, I could mix, I could mix that, but I haven't done that in a long time. I- I'm with you, Trav. If I Jaeger Coffee doesn't sound terrible, am I crazy? It, it's, it's also espresso bad, martini. It doesn't sound like it a do. bad mix. It doesn't sound like a bad mix.
1: No, it doesn't. Like
2: there's other mixes that I would sit here and tell you that sounds disgusting.
0: That one's not one of
2: those.
1: No, it doesn't sound awful.
0: Yeah, so I also forgot to tell you guys this, but yesterday when I was driving to water polo practice, they were filming a commercial for Mountain Dew on my street, Damn right which is were. Mountain Dew mixed with uh, – it was like their new hard seltzer. So they were filming at this liquor store on my street, and I was like, wow. I should have just walked in, say, hey, I'm here. The Queen's here. You're only <laughs> fan of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I would, uh, I would see, like to be an extra.
2: Did you see – I was watching – I think a couple of days ago when they, they had the playing tournament, did you see who they have in the commercial for Mountain Dew? Did you see the latest Charlie one? Charlie Day. They and got then Charlie and Zach Levine. The,
0: yes, Zach Levine, yeah. I was going to say Charlie. random,
2: The most random
1: mix, but yes, Charlie's in there. Okay, I got to ask because I knew I was going to answer Zach Levine. The other
0: guy in that commercial was somebody I should be aware of. Uh, it's that? always sunny guy.
2: Oh, okay. Always yeah. sunny in Philadelphia. He's yeah. Charlie, and it's always sunny. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: you would you would recognize him if he saw him? Okay. He's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> yeah.
1: recognize him in his uh, Mountain Dew suit.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mountain Dew has great commercials. It's a weird say. combo. Uh, okay, so the Titanic. I
1: think that Zion knew he didn't have to drink all the Mountain Dews doing the Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> that he could have just, you know. No. Kind of acted a little bit, and that's
0: absolutely Don't not. Don't besmirch Mountain Dew, please. I think when, he you're, when
2: you're
1: Zion Williamson and you're pushing three bills, maybe chugging Mountain Dew is not a great decision. I'm just well, throwing it no, out I, there.
2: I think, as part of his endorsement, he said, "I want to be incredibly. I want this to be natural. I want this to Let be organic. Him apply. authentic. He's he method. A authentic. He's, he's method. Authentic. He, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go. Let me he give you an example. It. You drive a Chevy Silverado from a Tolo Chevrolet, right? That's right. It's authentic. Yes. Zion drinks a lot of Mountain Dew. It's authentic. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Very clear. Very (laughs) clear.
0: Do the do. Okay, so uh, the Titanic sunk on this day in 1912. So when I was a kid, I was hyper-fixated on uh, moments in history. So Titanic was something I really cared about. I really cared about the... Egyptology, Lakers, and I wanted to be an Egypt. E- <laughs> right? Yep. All these different things. So you had a history hyperfixation as a kid, Alan. Factor cap?
2: Not really. This is more cap for me i think I think today I'm more interested than I was back in the day, like if i if I find something now that's gotta sound kind of funny, but if I get back on YouTube and there's something that I feel like is interesting and it's from World War II or something along <laughs> those lines, I might okay, let me click on this, see if there's some interest to it back in the day, less much more today than than uh than in the past i I wish i did right
1: i wish that i had more of an interest in things that are not exactly in my sphere of influence i wish i had a a wider net to cast but pretty much from the time i was self-aware i've been more preoccupied with what's going on with me than what's going on around me so uh no i was i was not looking outward all that often
0: taylor Yeah, NBA history has always fascinated me, and also music history, particularly, like, the 60s and 70s. If I was, uh, when I was, like, six or seven, if you asked me what I wanted to be, I said, Egyptologist. Egyptologist. I what really wanted mean? to be exactly.
1: like you'd study the pyramids and the mummies and stuff. Yeah, like, like an
0: archaeologist specifically. Oh, just you want to be Egypt. Indiana Jones? Yes, exactly. That's why I'm just like Jane. um. <laughs> that's why I'm just like Han Solo today. Uh,
1: yeah. What's up things. with that? I know you 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 pointed that out uh, during the break. And now you you've can got uh, it. the Han Solo. Do you have like the the blaster on your hip? Do you have the I, little I ray gun?
0: I wish I had like a fanny pack of just several things, but no, I have a black vest on and a white shirt, and uh, you know, it's just it's just a vibe. Um, okay, Did so- you ever
1: notice that in um, Return of the Jedi? I know that you guys are not super Star Wars heads along the way. That when Han is uh, down on the moon with the Ewoks, that Lando Endor. is dressed. E- Endor, thank you, Taylor. Uh, Lando is wearing Han's clothes in the Millennium <laughs> Falcon. What's a why? Why do you have to to fly that spacecraft? Do you need to be dressed like that? I've, I've always know, wondered know. about that. Of course, a the you have fashion to wear icon. It. <laughs> Just seems odd, like if I were. Let's filling open in up the you, phone lines. If I were <laughs> filling in for you on on Lakers talk, which I did once, I didn't wear your suit.
2: I just wore my own clothes, and went and did it? It Just seems odd to me. I just wanted. to. Trav, you got to come in the small studio. You have to wear the exact shirt that I'm wearing. Throw the hat on that. I, yeah, I don't think you have to do that. There,
1: by the that. way, they're showing Zion doing those dunks on TV right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's he's still you're doing that. You should. Be, he's really heavy. He's, he's still, still super really heavy. big. Yeah. Well, anyway, next topic.
0: (laughs) So, uh, George Kittle went on kind of a uh, mini rant or mini series of tweets with kind of like riddles all all over the place. So, he posted this one, and I'm going to repurpose it for my own. uh, I'm going to steal it. Sorry, George. But, uh, if a tomato is a fruit, ketchup is a smoothie. Uh, (laughs) Taylor, factor cap.
2: Hmm. I guess he's right. Sounds so gross. Fact.
0: Travis?
1: I guess by the the letter Definition. of the law, right? If, if a smoothie is just fruit blended with other things, smoothie has
2: they have vegetables in those. Yeah, yeah you can throw a little yeah.
1: spinach, a little kale in there if you want to. You want to healthy it up a little bit, but uh, it's the grossest smoothie ever. But yeah, sure, it's a smoothie. I'll, I'll sign off on that for George Kittle.
2: Cap George, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Nobody's throwing a tomato in there. Nobody's throwing ketchup in there. I get what he's trying to say, but please, please don't put a bad taste in my mouth on smoothies. I'm a fan of smoothies. I don't need this, this, uh this chatter coming from Kittle.
1: I'll take the Heinz 57, little protein powder, and you know, put a, more put a little more mustard, more mustard, please. Too. That sounds super disgusting.
0: Uh, okay, so uh, Tom Brady posted, tweeted this morning, and it was at, towards Elon Musk. He said, if you buy Twitter, can you delete the Combine photo uh, th- at Elon <laughs> Musk? And so my question is, you have a photo that you wish could be wiped from the Internet. Alan, after Cap.
2: From the Internet, no. I think just looking at childhood photos when I go to my mom's house, I'm like, what the hell is this? um you ever take those i don't know fourth fifth grade something along those lines those school photos i mean mom this is how you're sending me to school like what what are you doing and what am i doing i don't even know the the smile i have or anything like that i mean i I, anything that's out there i don't really care about but it's kind of funny walking to your mom's house and seeing photos as a kid (laughs) so I that's
1: not but that's not your fault. That's your mom's fault, right? Like they, when you're in the fourth or fifth grade, your mom is the one responsible for your presentation, right? So that if there's a bad picture you're in the fifth grade, you don't have to take any ownership of that. That's that's not on your ticket. There is one of me on the Internet. I'm not even going to tell everybody what it is. They can go find it if they want. If John of Fullerton in Hunting Beach is listening and he usually is, he is the photographer of said picture and he will post it occasionally on the Internet. When I was working in a different station, we had an event with the Globetrotters, okay? But it was kind of like a distant cousin of the Globetrotters. And and it was a guy that was a former Globetrotter put together. This. Anyway, we had a little charity event. We are going to play basketball. And then right before the game was about to start, they gave us jerseys, okay? They didn't give us jerseys before the game. They literally, all right, okay, you're going in. You're going, oh, by the way, here are your jerseys. So I get to I take off the T-shirt that I was gonna play in. Damn right and, you did, and put on the the basketball jersey that I was going to play in. And there is a shirtless picture of a very fat middle-aged guy Cut. that is on that is on the internet bodybuilder here's the thing Slee that's my fault for having a lack of self-control that's my fault for not going to the gym that's my fault for supersizing it so it's very embarrassing it's so, a well, disgusting why is somebody, somebody
2: took a shot of you while you're taking your shirt jo- off John DeFullerton has John, the picture John what are we doing here he's he's got it he posted live his life occasionally
1: nah, I mean look I I'm the one that ate it he didn't eat it. I ate it. It's my
0: fault. I could have just changed the bathroom, too. Or it the game, like I just said the game was <laughs> okay. starting. I was I
1: literally the game was me. starting. Was time but out. to think. <laughs> yeah, call timeout before the game. You're probably but right. But to
2: think when you're going to take your shirt off to throw that jersey on or whatever you're going to throw, that somebody in their mind is thinking. He was ready. Oh, no, 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 no. This is incredibly important. Let me take <laughs> a photo of Travis changing his jersey. It, it
1: is a very gross, unfortunate picture, but it exists, and it's my fault.
0: Taylor, you got any uh, hidden photos?
2: Hidden photos? No. I've always been cute. Except, <laughs> except for the seventh grade. That <laughs> was, a, that was Dad, an awkward Dad, period. That's my mom and
0: dad's fault. They, yeah. they, they should have done a better job. All right, guys, I got one more left, uh, and this is from uh, Berg. So he came in today, and he was talking to Amanda, and I was kind of I came over and joined the conversation. he was talking about how he had leftover sushi, and he was kind of debating about, about whether or not he should eat it, whether or not he could offer it to someone else and uh so you can eat day old sushi uh travis factor cap
1: no I think we talked about that i sushi to me is a I, I had sushi from for lunch yesterday, right did my little albertson 's sushi run got myself a uh A little roll, ate it for lunch. Paper towels
2: and uh, and sushi. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Um, No, sushi for me needs to be consumed when you buy it. There is no leftover, and especially someone else's leftover sushi.
2: Get the hell out of here. Never. Never, never, never. So a day-old sushi. If, if If I ate sushi, I think this happened during Super Bowl. So, Bowl I had some family over. I think I mentioned because, of course, you're gonna have sushi watching
0: football. You know how it goes. You know how it Szechuan goes. for the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Sushi for, for the, for the Super final Bowl. four. Final four.
2: That's <laughs> for what for it the was. final four. <laughs> <laughs> so we know the international pedigree. Yeah. So, sushi didn't get, uh, didn't finish the sushi. I put it in the fridge. The next day, I had it. No problem. One day, I think is fine for sushi. I mean, you're gonna put it in the refrigerator piece of fish rice whatever it is there now if it's like a crunchy roll or something i don't think that's <laughs> the best idea something that's been fried but i'm confused uh, what i would not do i think berg that's a nice gesture but no one i think is going to say greg thank you for bringing in sushi that you didn't finish yesterday I'd be happy to finish it. The gesture is nice.
0: Of anybody, you should offer it to me, and I probably <laughs> would have taken it, but I did not.
2: Okay, but let me let me put. But if I say no, it. it's such just a, say a say random no. thing to it, say. It, hey, thing. I didn't finish the sushi. I'm gonna go take it into the office, and somebody will eat it.
1: Like I picture it in one of those styrofoam little boxes with like two pieces of a of a spicy tuna roll. That he, yep. hey, Emily, you want this? It's like it's no. Why would I ginger want Ginger on that? the side. <laughs> I
0: that. thought about it.
1: No, that's a uh, bird's having a bad run. He got smoked in the uh, in the beer chugging contest again. Now he's offering nice well nice gesture.
0: He had a lady friend sushi. over. That's why he had the sushi. So maybe he's not doing too bad.
1: Well, that's true. There you go. Maybe, maybe this was a good night that turned into a great night. You never know how it's going to go. Oral Hershizer, uh is scheduled to join us about 15 minutes from right now. Two more big names on the Rams hit are, are Are they going to do it all over again? They might. It's they're Travis the hot, Lee. They're the
2: hot club right now.
1: They are. Just and and if you need any recommendations just ask me. I am I am the And information go to the man. one. The <laughs> the, yeah, the, the one, one has a
2: club. Yeah,
1: I'm in. I'm in. Stravinsley 710 ESPN. Did you see Vlad Guerrero last night's lead? Did you see what he did for the yes. Jays? Yes, three home runs. After getting his foot stomped, or That's his right. hand stomped on. That's right. Yeah, he gets he, he made a play at first base. He put his hand down behind the bag. The guy going through steps on it, opens up a cut, and he just goes out and hits three jacks. Two of them off of Derek, or Garrett Cole, by the way. Is that a, is that a good yeah, day? Somebody,
2: somebody added up the amount of, I think, the amount of feet. Right, yeah. like how far each of the blasts were, and it was just like a, such a baller tweet. It was X amount of feet later, you know, and it was. <laughs> and he leaves. And he leaves Yankee Stadium. Like that's his. That's his contribution.
1: Otani tonight, Slee on the mound. He, he, he's a little, little cold with the bat right now, and by cold <laughs> I mean ice cold. One sixty, no homers, no RBIs. But mm. his first game that he pitched, he was lights out. And this is this is Otani time, and I'm not being flip and, and glib. Like this is when we can really enjoy it because the Angels, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, they're in it by the end of the line. But this is the time to really savor some Otani
2: action. Hopefully, hopefully, we could be sitting in September and talking about Otani's got a big start tonight. You know what? If the Angels win this game, they're X amount of games from the division. Um, it's good for baseball if that's the case, and it's good for baseball if Mike Trout is in the mix. We were just actually talking about this. Luca's out for game uh, game one versus uh, the Jazz. Sucks. And and you, I, I thought you had a perfect example. I, I'm I love the NBA, yeah. so I can watch most games and be you know somewhat entertained. Luca not playing in a playoff game in what's supposed to be a good playoff series, yeah, that's not good for the NBA. And I, I use that as an example: the Otani mix, the Trout mix, guys that are just great, great athletes. You want to see in big time moments, big time situations, and. If Luca if if Luca misses two three games here maybe even the series well there's your there's your series right there
1: well look like you said I, I I'm a Laker fan so the Lakers aren't in the playoffs I mean I'll watch them but I'm not gonna pay attention to every single thing along the way I, I'm with baseball the way you are with basketball if I if I turn it on and the Royals and Twins are playing on a, on a Wednesday night I'll watch a few innings of that I, I I can find pleasure in that if the Hawks and the Magic are playing I'm not stopping you know I'm just gonna go right past it. And the Mavericks kinda of fall into that group, but when Lucas playing it's must see T V. He he's he's one of those guys and that he's out and even if he comes back and he's not quite himself, that's that's a bad blow for the league because he's how how many more years are we gonna go by before he's the MVP? One? Zero? I mean he he could he made a run at the M V P towards the end of the season. He's not gonna get it. But he was certainly in the mix.
2: He he needs some help with his squad. That's what he needs.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we should get the Lakers back in there, too. That would be a good way to do it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Stephon Gilmore, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tyron Matthew are probably the two biggest names uh, left in NFL free agency Um, And both of those players, whether by reports or by interest, have both been linked to the Rams. I really don't think they're going to get either. Maybe they can get one, and I'd say maybe a one in 100 chance they could pull it off and get both of them done. But we're having this conversation about this team. Yeah. I think speaks volumes about where they are in the hierarchy of the NFL. If they're not number one, they have to be damn
2: near it because why wouldn't they be? They're the uh, – Trev, this is a hot team in the NFL. This is the best, um, you know, if you want to, the most attractive team in the NFL right now. And anytime somebody that is thinking to themselves, "Hey, I've been in the league for a while, I I want a chance to go win a Super Bowl. I want to put myself in a position where maybe if I perform with the Rams, this could actually help me go get a contract somewhere else next year because I know how high profile the Rams are going to be this upcoming year. And, oh, by the way, They didn't just win the Super Bowl, but they got Sean McVay and they got, you know, all these stars all around the place. And you feel like an incredibly um, an organized organization is probably the best way to put it. I'm not surprised or shocked that their name is thrown into the hat for all these players and functional this. By the way, these don't last for very long. It's just it's part of the nature in sports. I don't know how long it's going to last. We might be sitting here a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, and it's a different conversation. Embrace it while it's there because you never know when it ends.
1: It's it's a great point, but there are some that do last, right? And and, and here's how it lasts. I'm going to use Emily's team as an example. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been somewhere between great and pretty good 40 years. Okay, they're, they're, they're very, very rarely a bad team. It, 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 Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. They've had three coaches going back to like the early 70s. It's, it's, it's an insane level of consistency, and that is an extreme example. But look at what happened in New England. Okay, you got Bill Belichick and you got Bob Kraft, and those two guys are very, very good at what they do. Belichick's probably the best ever to do that gig. Bob Kraft is a really smart guy who empowers his guy to go do his thing. Now, tell me we are not seeing something similar that's going on with the Rams. You have a guy in Sean McVay who is different, right? Not just we've seen good coaches, right? We've seen good coaches come into this league, and they have some success. Maybe they dip a little bit. We haven't really seen a lot of this where a 30-year-old shows up Mm -hmm. and instantly takes a really bad team and turns them into a really good team. Boom, overnight. Okay, you got an owner who has basically limitless pockets and who has shown a willingness to spend money. You have a winning culture, a very young coach, winning, brand-new stadium, desirable location, and because all of these players want to come here, the winning is very likely to fall. They're going to have a bad season occasionally, but the foundation to build what we're talking about in Pittsburgh, to build what's happening in New England, all of the building blocks are here. You just got to not screw it up.
2: So this is what else you got to do. I don't like those examples, and I'll tell you why I don't like them. Well, I don't like you either. The Patriots <laughs> may be the, <laughs> be the best-run organization in sports, period. Just what they've done over the course of the last 20 years. The Pittsburgh one, that, that's, that's an interesting one. The Steelers, um, uh, a, a very, very successful. How many coaches have they had over the last – Three. What was it? Three and like I mean, it's, just it's going stupid, back, right? Like fifty years. And, and they're in know, option. And, and we use we use the Chargers as an example. Chargers have had how many head coaches? We were talking about the Lakers. Remember, we were talking about the Lakers a little bit earlier as well. Um, I, I think the Rams still got something to prove. Let's just put it that way. They need a lot larger of a sample size, but are they heading in the direction, the right direction? No question about
1: it. The Dodgers are headed in the right direction. One of the great Dodgers of all time, Oral Hershiser, scheduled to join us next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.